0: Working like you did, and watching you all the time. I just uh, want to congratulate you, but I also want to just thank you for representing Lawrence Church that way yesterday. I appreciate that, and it was noticed by several many. And I appreciate that. Okay, now we're going to have a. a real joy, real happiness comes from all oh, these very living in each one of us. Here, here's the thing though. Sadness, sorrow, somehow or another is related to sin. Just think about that. We're going to talk about three things today. Being forgiven, your sins covered, and never count against are the three main divisions. Take it from Romans chapter 4, 7, and 8. Which says this God blesses people whose sins are forgiven and whose evil deeds are forgotten. Verse 8. Our Lord blesses people whose sins are erased from His book. And I like the Translation called, said it this way Happy are those who have forgiveness for their wrongdoing and your sins are covered. Happy is the man against whom no sin is recorded by the Lord. Another translation we read this morning said so what joy it is for people as their sins forgiven. Simply means God highly favors us when our sins are forgiven and covered and never counted against. And one guy said there are three ways to take a gift. Number one, Take them for granted. 2 too, we take them with guilt. Or never do, we take them with gratitude. I want to ask you a question How are you and I taking God's gifts to us? Especially if they arrive in the hands of others. You know, here's the problem uh, I have a hard time, and I think you do too. When I'm trying to forgive somebody, I have some questions about that. I have some emotions that all over in my mind. It's kind of tough to figure out. How am I going to treat them? How can I love them again when they've turned, done this to me? How can I ever trust them again? Well, we can never be as close as we were before. Why is that? That's you and me. You know God's difference about that. And we're going to read here a little bit, 1 Peter 2.21, how he left us an example. We need to do the same thing. Let's look to God in a word of prayer. Father, thank you for being our God today again. Thank you for this place for me to meet, worship you. Thank you for the privilege to present your word, open our hearts today, knowing how to truly be happy in you. I pray in Christ's name. 1 Peter 2.21, this is God's purpose for you. Jesus himself underwent punishment for you, giving you an example, that so you might go in his footsteps. Friend, to understand how God treats us will help us deal with each other, and that brings about happiness. First part. Blessed are those, verse 7, who have their offenses or their sins forgiven. Now here's an interesting concept. I don't know if you ever thought about this. There's two things about this being forgiven. Number one, uh, the removal of the punishment of the sin I committed. That's being forgiven. But there's part two. The complete removal of the cause of the offense. Why we get it? Rebellion or ignorance or apathy or doubt? Now uh, I have to back up a few years. when uh, I mean, our kids were little, uh, so they, could disciplined. they would get discipline, they would get explaining for different things they would do. But I remember this one time, I don't know if it's Lloyd Craig or town, but uh, there's one time one of them wasn't doing anything major. That deserved a spanking. But they constantly were picking and aggravating. And, and so it sounds like a Anyway, <laughs> I don't know what it was. But finally, I had enough. And so I said, oh, we're going to the back room. And, and we're going to get a spanking. Because you're going to change your attitude. You see, they were doing this all the time and bugging everybody. And it, wasn't, it wasn't one thing bad enough to force it. but finally I ended up, When we did that, everything was taken care of. We came out of the room. They were fine. <coughs> to be forgiven our sin, not only take away the punishment for our sin, but also why we did it. What kind of attitude do we have? Why is that? It's a whole other thing. Blessed or happy is the man who has been delivered from sin penalty and removal of the cause of it. The score against us has been erased. The demerit is canceled. The riot has been taken from the file and trash. But forgiveness is not free. We say today freedom is not free. That's true. But neither is forgiveness. Forgiveness was not free from Adam, Adam and Eve. They were evicted. Forgiveness was not free for David with the, after a sling with Bathsheba, the child and thousands of others died because of that. It was not, forgiveness was not free for Samson. He dies blind in a pile of rubble. Forgiveness was not free for King Saul who dies on a sword. Forgiveness is not free for animals as far who lied and they died. Forgiveness is not free for John Mark because Paul sends him a package. Get out of here. Go oh. home. It's the consequences are but to bear and endure. Friends, because of sin sometimes we may be forgiven but it's not free because we have to bear the consequences of that, don't we? Think about that for a minute. That child of mine had to bear a sore body for a few hours. Well, sometimes we have to pay restitution. Even when we make a wrong decision and excitement of the moment Maybe it's something we said, or maybe it's a divorce or, or a strained relationship. We have to endure those consequences. But friend, happy is the man who has a sins forgiven. He is our example being of how we uh, being that, how we fare? Do we worry about? Can I ever trust them again? <laughs> are we concerned with when we treat others? And can, they, can we ever be as close again? God doesn't even consider that. He's our example. How many have we forgiven? What does that mean? Let well, that putting away the feelings of revenge or getting even other people we mentioned forgiveness is not free. Why not you and I suffer and we forgive others? September 2003 in Christianity Today Philip Nancy tells a story of uh, Ernest Gordon a British Army officer captured by the Japanese during World War II. And in prison camp, the men lived like animals, that was buried, and it was every man for himself. But one day, a Japanese guard discovered a shovel was missing. When no one confessed to stealing it, he screamed, all oh, yes. die, all die. And he raised his rifle to shoot the first man in line. At that instant, another man stepped him forward and said, I did it. And raised the guard killed the man. But that evening, when the tools were countered again, the work crew discovered The mistake had been a mistake had been made. No show was missing. One of the prisoners remembered the verse, "Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his own life for his friends." The attitudes in the camp began to shift. Instead of being caring only for ourselves, the prisoners began to look out for each other. In time, the transformation was so complete that, that when the liberation came, they were released from prison. The prisoners actually treated their sadistic guard with kindness and not revenge. Friend, right now, true happiness, joy, is having our sins forgiven. Friend, have you been forgiven today? If not, your sin is still bearing with you, on you, and that's a heavy weight to carry. But this is how God forgives us. We need to do the same for others. Number two, verse 7 whose sins have been covered. Meaning to cover up or to cover over. Uh-uh. And not to come to view and to conceal. I tell you right now, my sins need cover. You know why? That's sin. A bunch! We cover things today for various reasons. To keep things from getting dusty or wet. Cover up with ugliness is or sore on our face. Cover up to keep from freezing or, or to keep from burning. I just read this week that at 10,000 feet, if you take a ride up on the mountain, at 10,000 feet, your skin, if not covered, will burn in six minutes. Wow. We cover up, don't we? Keep from being exposed. Well, in the summertime, I lived with my grandparents, high school, middle school, and worked on the farm. My grandma had chickens. I had a pet rabbit. It died. I took the rabbit out and burned it those chickens went over to that place and I dug that up and ate my pet rat. Because of that, I hated chickens. (laughs) From that day forward, whenever I had a chance and Grandma wasn't looking, I had a rock in my hand. And I'd throw this stupid thing. Well, one day, I hit one. (laughs) And killed it. There happened be a huge irrigation ditch in front of our house, and behind the farmhouse. I said, well, I took it through that irrigation ditch. Who knows where I'm at? Grandma never knew. And Laura took me for a And you know why? But uh, I, my sins need to be covered up. I need not destroy the evidence. And, but Had I confessed it, I would not remember that. It's gone because that's just the way it happens. Uh, covered sins are forgotten because our souls are relieved from it. I'm sure you've got stories of your own like that. Proverbs twenty-eight thirteen. He who keeps his sins secret will not do well. But one who is open about them and gives them up will get mercy. Another translation says it this way. If you don't confess your sins, you will be a failure. But God, God will your sins be merciful if you confess and give them up. Well, I have to tell you, I never threw a rocket or a chicken again. Don't thank but anyway, I can remember, I stopped that. I didn't turn more rocks in the chickens. Happy is the man whose sins are covered. Are yours covered? Number three. Verse eight. Whose sin the Lord will never count against. Another translation says, The Lord blesses people whose sins are erased from his book. Think about it. To take an account, to impute number, to take an inventory, to conclude, to calculate, to take account of, lay to one's charge. The Lord will never take an inventory of our sins. Listen to me. What's the practicality to that? You me for example. If God were to take account of my sins, oh, there's one, there's two, there's Three, four, five, six, and that was just before lunch. But he will never put a sin to my account. Uh-oh. You're ahead of I'm going to mark that one down, no? He will never calculate my all my sins. Let, let's tally today's sins. Uh one, ten, eleven, twelve. Wow, that's a pretty bad day. Why? Why even had a bitter. Was better against his wife. Won't calculate sense against her. Greg Jones, the great dean of Duke Divinity School, tells a story of a 12 year old boy named John. He was playing one day with the nine year old girl who lived next door. Her name was Marie. They found a loaded pistol in the dresser drawer. And before long their make-related game turned to a tragic nightmare, little Marie was shot dead. Everyone in the small town attended the funeral of the little girl, everyone except John. Who could not face anyone and refused to talk to anyone. He was completely overwhelmed with guilt. The morning after the funeral, the families, and then they were went to church again. The two families took the Lord communion, the Lord's Supper, like we did this morning. Kate talked about, named one body. Then, on Monday, Norah's older brother went next door to talk to John. John, come with me, he said. I want to take you to school. John refused. Saying, I never want to see anyone again. I wish it were me who was dead. The brother insisted sister finally persuaded John to go with him. The brother talked to the school principal and asked him to have call a special assembly. Five hundred aged students filled the gymnasium. Murray's brother stood before them and said, a terrible thing has happened. My little sister was accidentally shot by one of your fellow classmates. This is one of those tragedies that mar life. Now, I want you all to know, now my family and John's family went to church together yesterday. Then he called John next to him, put his arm around his shoulder and continued, this boy's future depends on us. My family has forgiven John because we love him. Marie, we want it that way. And ask you to love and forgive him too. Marie's brother knew that the blood of Christ was shed for John, for himself, for everyone. The Lord will never count a sin against you. One of my favorite verses, and, and I want you to find it. Find Isaiah in the Old Testament, then Jeremiah, and a little tiny book in there, and it's a book of Jeremiah's thoughts. Feeling It's called lamentation. Can you find it? Lamentations 3. I don't know, did we put that up there? No, I did not. Sorry. Lamentations 3, verse 23. What a verse. Listen to this now. Talking about verse 22. Lord's love and kindness, and his compassion never failed. They are new. Every morning. Great is your faithfulness. New every morning. New every morning. When that alarm goes off, I thought these sort of lines are mine, and that is hey. There's new mercies. Me. Yesterday is gone. I've been forgiven of that. Now I've got a new day. The Lord will never count in sin, our sin against us. They're new every morning. A magazine publisher installed install a new program that just designed to notify magazine subscribers by mail when it's time to renew their. Yes subscription. One day, it went bad, uh, and before anyone realized the miscue, a farmer in Montana received 11,834 letters. <laughs> Telling him that his subscription had expired, the local postmaster had to hire a special truck to deliver 11,000 letters. After the farmer had read about 200 of them. <laughs> We farmers aren't very smart. <laughs> All exactly alike, he sat down and wrote out a check with a million subscription. A chapter of the check was a note which read, I give up, my check isn't closed. God sends expression of his love to us every day of our life. But our continued deafness. And muteness to those repeated messages keeps us from giving up our self-absorbed isolation, our self-defeating attitudes, and we're not happy. Friend, I tried to describe to you today what happiness is. Don't worry, be happy, big Not that says I got better way. Christ way. Last year this morning, have you been forgiven? Are you still carrying around the guilt of sin? The Bible said, Well, Christians, we've been forgiven. Our sins are covered over. I got rid of that chicken and that you And never count against us again. New. Every morning. Friend, right, we have every reason. Do we have in fact, I'm here to tell you, if you're not, happy. whose fault is that? Yours, mine. Because God has made His promises. I'll forgive you. And I'll not only forget, take away the punishment for that sin, but I'm going to take away the reason why you did it. You're angry. You're frustrated, you didn't care, you're dying. You Takes care of that too. And then he covers it up. You can't be seen again. And then he doesn't count anymore. those sins. But we have every reason to be happy today. And I pray that in our service for God, we can feel that way and see that happen. All right. Thank you for listening today. We're going to have a closing song. And uh, I'll tell you what, let's just stand up. Let's have a word of if for some reason you don't feel happiness, write to that happiness, right today, right now, just take care of that. Need prayer? If you baptize with Christ, it doesn't matter. God wants us. God just wants us. He made us to be happy. And we're not. It's our fault. Let's pray. Father, thank you again for giving us hope. We sin so many times every day. God, we're thankful for your promises here. We can be forgiven. They can be covered up. And there's new mercy every morning. Though we're so thankful for your love. I did not understand. We cannot understand completely. Your love for us. Thank you for being our God today. Bless each one of us today. In Jesus' name. God